Okay, so uh, here we go, Chris. Here we are again in Living Room 101. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. You? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Uh, so I think we should just get into it, Chris. What do you reckon? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. all right. Um, so who's going first? I'll tell you who's going first. Yeah. Matt Ash. Oh, yeah. At Matt is right. Of course, of wants course. Wants us to put the Big Bang Theory, the TV show, not the theory itself. Yeah, he tweeted in. He did, he did. Yeah. Um... So, are you going to put the Big Bang Theory into Living Room 101 for Matt? I haven't seen a whole episode. That's my problem. You haven't seen a single whole episode? No. Neither have I. I mean, I know there's that geeky one, because you see him knocking about, don't you, quite a lot. I want to call him Sheldon or something? Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And and he's got, has he got his own show, Young Sheldon? Is that yes. It? Yes. So we know a lot about we the do. context. We do. Well, the other thing, important to say, show. is that it's got David from Roseanne in it. Okay, Yeah. And were you not aware of that? No, I wasn't. Do you know who I mean by David from Roseanne? No. Did you watch Roseanne? <laughs> yeah, I did. But yeah. I... David, Darlene's husband. Ah, he's, he's in, in it. it. He's in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't now know. I presume he's also in the new Roseanne and then the Connors. Although, did that get cancelled again? Did it? I'm so just wondering been... if we could maybe put it in on the on the basis that David's schedule needs to be freed up now for the the, the Connors. Which is Roseanne without Roseanne. Mm, it's not for us to say, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Uh, so Roseanne's been rebooted? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen that? Were you not aware of this? I was aware of it. Yeah. Well, kind of. So but Roseanne was heard, rebooted. But I haven't. And then she got kicked off it for a racist tweet. What? And then they rebooted it again. But not As, with her, but, in it? No, it's, it's, still called, called it's called The Connors. I've said that a few times. <laughs> the Connors does not have Roseanne in it. It's about all the others. Because understandably, everyone else was like, oh great, we've just got our jobs back on Roseanne and now yeah. she sent out a racist tweet. So she's okay. been fired and now we're all out of a job. So does it, they kind of club together. I don't know if it works. I don't know if it's still going on. You haven't seen it? No. Okay, so we've seen none of these programmes we're talking about. No. <laughs> um, the Big Bang Theory, should it go into Living Room 101? Um, well, we can't be the judges because we haven't seen it. So we can't put it in just willy-nilly. We can't really. No. I mean, I like to be very harsh with you, so I don't think I can be like super lenient with Matt. Ash. Yeah. And Sorry, I think, Matt. I th- you know, I think we need to know particular grounds as well, like for why. That's true. Given we've never seen it. It's an important life lesson, particularly when you're dealing with Living Room 101, is you've got to prepare your brief. Yeah. You've got to be specific. Indeed. And I imagine, but I imagine the Big Bang Theory is the kind of thing that you know those guys who do um, No Such Thing as a Fish, that podcast? Yeah, I've never heard it, but I do know about it. It's that kind of milieu, isn't it? Like boffins? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, just a related thing. You're just saying um, another nerd show. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. I think No Such Thing as a Fish sounds, sounds brilliant. Um, you think it sounds brilliant, but you've never listened to it. Well, I like, you know, mm-hmm. I like QI and all that. Isn't it the L's from QI do it? Yeah, yeah, but why haven't you listened to it? Why haven't you? I think it sounds so brilliant. Um, It's a good question. It's a good question. I literally probably haven't had time to do it, to listen to it. That is literally not true. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you will have had time. I haven't got round to doing it then. Fine. Okay. Okay, do you want to go first? Um, Second. Matt was first. Matt was first. Yeah, I can go second. Um, So I want to um, put the the word fricking. Into living room one one. No way, saying that because I've said it a few times. Well, you've said it. You said it once in the last pod- podcast. Yeah, I think I said it once in the previous. And one. then you said it once. 
Why do you remember? How I'll tell you we... why I remember. Because in the MasterChef episode, I yeah. felt like I was too swearing. In fact, you kind of said I was. And then I remember thinking, don't swear too much because I am quite a sweary person. Yeah. I come from a very sweary family. Yeah. So Me too. I'm, I'm trying to... Oh, I don't need to be competitive. So I'm trying <laughs> no, to like... I'm just, bring it... No, I'm... Um, this is the whole thing. I'm, 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 I'm serving ju- your argument by I'm, agreeing with you. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing you along the road of your argument. Um, so fricking is something that pops into my head when I don't want to say fucking. I know. But why do you not just say fucking? Because you told me off for swearing no, too much. I didn't tell you off. I'm just, worried about the poor listener. No, you got very, very, you got very aerated. I wasn't telling you off. It wasn't a tell off for that. Aerated. Yeah, like aerated. Moose. Is it not aerated? Probably. Um, okay, so it was more like my vehemence. Um, I think it was. I think it was. But um, um, no, sure, what it was, sure I think, what it was in that in that in that context, I think, was it felt like you were. <laughs> I don't want to cast aspersions, but um, as we've established, but um, it felt like you were swearing um, gratuitously in that. What you were talking about didn't quite Ooh, merit. Merit the swearing. bouquet. So what I'm saying is, I didn't mind you swearing, but it felt like it was. It wasn't quite kind of appropriate to the thing you're talking about. Were you just being what? a bit of a cunt? <laughs> yes, probably. But um, the word, the reason I want to put fricking into living yeah. room one on one is not because you say it, but um, and you've only said it a couple of times, <laughs> but it's it is the general thing of. Um, it is the general thing of saying fricking when you mean fucking and you just kind of think just say fucking please just say fucking it's yeah. slightly it's more offensive to me it's more offensive to me to say fricking than fucking <laughs> yeah because it makes you uh, kind of clench a bit uh, what about um, it, yeah. what, what I actually it's one of these things I hate so much that I love yeah is that and it, I think it's really only Americans that mm. you hear saying this but they can't even say yeah well you, he's looked shocked there but hear me out and it's because America's more of a religious country yeah people don't want to say oh my god so they say oh my gosh yeah 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 but that's sort of I mean that's you know I wouldn't be you know they they, they could do that they can. I'm just eh? saying. I'm saying I like it. You like that? I do, be, okay. but it's because it's kind of a, a kind of sweetness to it. Yeah, like I can't sweetness. even say God. That might be offensive. So, okay. oh my gosh, <laughs> you like that? I like it's, it. it's like Americans shoot. It's like, like shoot. All right, yeah. it's not just Americans. I'm sure the Americans. So is there this America. thing about shut the front door? Is that in lieu of swearing? Is that a thing that people yeah, say? Yeah, it's the rhythm of shut the fuck up, isn't it? Right. That's because that really fucks me once on a on a on a shoot. I was filming this presenter. Yeah, and he's 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 a religious man. He's um in fact he's an evangelical Christian, and um, he um, was saying it when he was getting his lines wrong, and um, and I was like, because I hadn't heard that before. Were you just constantly going and shutting the front <laughs> yeah. door? I was like, going, it's not even open. What are you saying to the well, brother? Like, can someone please check that door? Yeah, it's really bothering him. <laughs> and like, if it is already shut, just open it and shut it again because it's obviously really perturbing. <laughs> Um, it's a compulsion. Okay, no, that, that's that's good. Um, um, but I think I'd sort of got to that conclusion by this stage. But um, yeah. Um, but fricking is like it doesn't have that sweetness for me. Are you saying that's sweet as well or not? I think it is quite sweet. No, it depends who says it. Obviously, like if I'd heard me say it on a previous podcast, yeah, 
I just thought it was quite funny because yeah um, I'm obviously like doing an impression of one of those people that says freaking um, <laughs> no but it's, I, I, people I know say it um, are, are the kind of people who should just be swearing you know they should just be swearing they're like you know so why are they not <sighs> well I think they've got into a habit of it actually I think it's a habit word where it sort of creeps in instead of swearing and then they just end up saying that um, there is a danger. Uh, there's you, a danger around children. You can feel judged though by those people because you think there. It's a bit like, ooh, you shouldn't swear. That yeah. seems to be what they're implying. Well, that's your, your heart sinks a little bit because and I don't don't know that your heart can actually sink a little bit, but um, of it can. It, it sort of yeah, I suppose it can. But doesn't something either sink or not? Well, if a boat was in the sea and then something, it got a little leak and then it just went down a bit, is that not sinking a bit? Sinking a bit, yeah. Okay. But it, the, so you can do that. It's not as bad as like, oh, it, it was very unique. No. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it, it did sink a bit. It does sink a little bit when I hear it because I kind of think, oh, we're in that territory. We're in that territory. It's going to be that kind of night. You know what I mean? It sort of, yeah. it almost like defines the night of like, or it defines the kind of, conversation that's that's going to come up and like you think oh right, I can't we can't go to those other more extreme places yeah. and which are going to be quite which are going to make you laugh which are going to be a laugh so immediately what you think to... is this is going to be a lol free night that's if it. we can't say fuck then we're in mm. troubles exactly and you sort of so it defines so, and so... then you're kind of censoring yourself because you've heard someone say it yeah and like you go, oh it's it's a freaking situation is it it's mm. not a it's not a fucking situation it's a freaking situation um, so what do you do in that situation? Do you test the boundaries? I sometimes do. I think. I think I yeah. sometimes boundary test where I like throw throw a couple out there and just see if there's outrage or, you know, general like oh time to wrap up now then or like you know. So what what might you say? Like how far would you go? Well, I just I throw a few fucks in. Yeah. Like to see what see what happened. Yeah. You know. Because you could just try and hit it for six, throwing a motherfucker or a cunt. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not be. I don't want to be antagonistic. I'm just sort of no, testing right, the water of right, like right, right. if I say it, will it be all right? But then, I've done that in the past. I have actually done that, and you get a wince, you get a little bit, yeah. kind of like sight, like, kind of eyes going around. It could be when children are around, you know, that are kind of oh, well, sentient. You know, no, if children are around, I know, but of quite, course, I would say fricking. Yeah, I'm not going to do that with with someone. effing is what I would we, say. I know. Oh, he's an effing idiot. That's what I'd say. We sort of just mute, you know. We do the mute, like the radio version of a Alanis Morissette song. You just is, miss it out. Yeah, I, I was talking to this guy and he was an absolute that. idiot. Yeah, yeah, because that does work, doesn't it? Oh, you mind it? Oh, you can't like that because the kids. I think that's better than saying fricking. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a bona fide swear word. It's what not about, a one or the other. It's what it falls between two. What it's about not, uh, what about spelling it out? Um, what? My gran instead of saying shit used yeah. to say, and this is really good because it's got another layer. Yeah, she would say, oh, it's sort of S H one T. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so I like that. Twice removed. Yeah, I like that. I like your My grandma had some brilliant phrases. Um, <laughs> she had mouth like a, mouth like a joiner's bag, and uh, but she would sort of <laughs> she'd um, she'd explain that one. She'd take trouble to explain it. You know when a joiner's bag because it opens all the way to the floor. That's what a joiner's bag does. Like that's just in case you haven't got it. <laughs> I know, Grant. I know. That's really and um, good. and then um, but actually I didn't know the first time around, so I'm glad that she yeah. They explain that. Um, um, but then she has, oh, go to the foot of our stairs as well. What does that mean? Going, um, well, going to the foot of your stairs, going to the bottom of your stairs. Oh, I know so, what it means literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, that's what I thought you meant. Um, it means it means when you're kind of surprised about something. Eva, go to the foot of our stairs like that. Oh. She's totally surprised. It's a kind of blow me down with the feathers. Blow me down, yeah. And she'll go to the foot of our stairs. That's brilliant. And then um, Ewa, one of the best parts. Ewa, go to sea. <laughs> I go to sea, like just literally set off for a, for a, for a life on the ocean wave. She's so surprised by what you've just said. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. My gran had quite a few as well, which my family still use, and I think my mum knows what they mean, but we don't know what they mean. Yeah. My mum will come down, or my gran would come, yeah. you know, come in the morning, a bit hungover or something, and say, yeah. "Oh, I look like the wreck of the Hesperus." Ooh. No idea what that has Classical is. reference. I think none of us even want to look it up. I could just Wikipanion it immediately, but yeah. I, I don't. Um, the Wreck of the Hesperus. The Wreck of the Hesperus. Oh, the Wreck of the Hesperus. Yeah. 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 Um, or is that a boat? It's definitely a ship. It must be a boat, right? Yeah. Must be a well, I don't know. Yeah. It could be the Hesperus. It could be like a mythical god that yeah. got like massively caned by yeah. Jason. I don't. Then it would just be the Wreck of Hesperus. <laughs> um, no, but if it's like the Gorgon. Yeah, good point. Or the Medusa. That's true. The? Yeah, yeah. No? Okay. All right. Um, Mr. Pastry. Look at Mr. Pastry. Yeah. That means you've got big hair. Yeah. And like we know that that refers to some 50s TV program or something, but yeah. no one's ever actually looked it up. I don't know what Mr. Pastry actually looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my grandma's was like, I mean, we talk about idioms, weren't we? One, one, um, so it's great, this, this, this older generation, because they've got so many of these that kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. wisdom is caught up in the phrases, aren't they? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, too daft to laugh, laugh at. She used to talk. She used to say that a lot. Like, oh, too daft to laugh at. So, like, a show that was yeah. on that she didn't, you know, comedy show was supposed to be comedy, and she was sort of. Uh, but it was just. I mean, it's just you know, you'd use that in a like in a meeting now. Like, you just go and talk about. Yeah. That's too daft to laugh at, and you mean it's just like it's farce. It's too farce. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's too silly. Not funny. It's too yeah, silly. Yeah, yeah. It's totally, exactly on the on the on the kind of nail on the head of. of the problem with some comedy yeah, shows yeah, that yeah, they're just yeah. too daft to laugh at. Yeah, yeah. They go too far, they're too fast. So yeah, that's good. But um, fricking, going back to that, because yeah. um, the thing, I mean, the other thing I was thinking about was um, fecking in, in you know, yeah. Irish parlance. Yeah. Um, doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me, fecking. Yeah. And I think it's because that is, I don't know, that's cultural. There's something cultural about it. It's going to yeah. come out of a yeah. kind of cultural need not to swear, is it, potentially? I don't know. Maybe. Like, um, but anyway, it's, it's maybe not um, just the accent. But also, it's said really kind of gutturally and kind of like you know, yeah, yeah. and it works as a swear word, it? really. Um, yeah, just yeah, the yeah. Irish version of, of fucking. I feel like it's a relation of fucking like as well. It's like sipid. Fucking isn't quite the same as fucking. It's like it, it's it's maybe it's evolved from fucking. Whereas mm. fricking is so obviously like a kind of coy little. Coy. Um, coy it's a little is. like. Draping something over the word fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, can but we okay. just. Yeah, go on. go on, go on. Well, I was just going to say, because we mentioned Alanis Morissette. Um, and um, where she says, like, um, would you go down on her in a theatre? All this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, that, like, fricking is like, even though she sort of has the word, she has, she has the word fucking in one of us lyrics, which is, um, are you thinking of me when you fuck her? Yeah. Isn't it? That, that's the lyric. And um and it's always muted out on the radio. But whenever I hear that, I just think her genre, her like music, her yeah. oomph, if you like, is the sort of embodiment of fricking, where it's like. So it's, the word "fuck" what seems incongruous to you in that situation? Well, it's does that annoy you? It does annoy me because 
it's like this kind of middle class rebellion, yeah? Which I, you know, I hold my hands up, whatever. We all do it, but it's like her her sort of brand of rebellion in those songs is yeah. so sort of sanitised and coming from a, such a sort of like privileged position um, that it just like, I just think it's like, you know, it's not edgy, it's like bevelled edgy. Do you know what I mean? It's like got that kind of, <laughs> it's like got that kind of interior design element to its edginess or whatever where the rebellion, you just don't take it on, you can't really, and so fricking in a way for me, like sits in that character, that, that kind of place where you just, just rebel properly, just say fucking, and just like, let's, mm. you know, <laughs> yeah. knock down yeah, some barriers, yeah, yeah, yeah. and not be all kind of like, you know, safe about things. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Well, well can I, let me just, put something else in here yeah. while, while I remember this and it's to do with that same kind of coyness mm. who at Apple honestly decides that it's better to autocorrect fucking to ducking <laughs> is that what's happening that's what happens every time yeah. it's like no I am sorry yeah. you've got to just put fucking is that on your there. phone like when you're doing text yeah. predicting yeah as opposed really? to what typing in emails <laughs> yeah, it's when I'm it's when I'm typing. I don't know. I just you know, when, when you said Apple, I had in my mind like a laptop, but yeah, Apple Macintosh on computer. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, fucking is every time corrected to, to ducking. And it's just like, oh come on, that we all ridiculous. know what we want to use. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who Apple's done that. <laughs> Why? <Well, I> don't... <laughs> don't know. Um, well, whoever they are, I don't know. They should be fired. Them, but um, you don't. Well, Steve Jobs used to, didn't he? But that was, he did he used died. to, yeah, yeah. Jolly Ives, their main designer, has just left. Oh, okay. Help <laughs> 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 on your Apple knowledge. Um, Bang up. We don't want to talk about apples, do we? Because you know what? We won't let me talk about trees, so apples, it's not mm. related, is it? It's just the word apple. Actually, well, I think we could talk quite a lot about Very quickly, apples. very quickly, uh, one native, there's only one native species of apple to the UK. I hope it's England. my favourite. No, it's just a small crab apple. Oh, really? Yeah, I like the word crabapple. Um, well, Mrs. Crabapple. Yeah. And, um, Greatest sitcom but, name. Is that a sitcom? <laughs> so all the, all the, all the um, other varieties come from Southern Europe. So the Romans brought cherries, and there'd mm. be a lot of wild cherry trees still next to long straight roads because of the legionnaires dropping pips mm -hmm. the cherry trees. <laughs> and then the big, the big step change of revolution in, in fruit production in, in England was yeah. during Henry VIII's reign, when he sent off a guy to Europe to collect all the seeds and bring them to, to England. And so all our varieties, our massive varieties, comes from that time. So he did do some good. Yeah, well, um, some. Divorce beheaded does. Divorce beheaded survived plus apples. Yeah. And, That's um, what it should be. That was the beginning of the orchards in Kent. Oh, these Kent trees again. <laughs> um, who was Johnny Appleseed? I don't know. You should know, because I think that's right up your street. All I know is he went round America planting apple trees, I oh, really? think. Okay. I don't know really anything about him, but I know he's worth looking up, and I know you'll enjoy it. Okay. So is that the end of the It sounds like a sort of punk, history punk version of this Henry VIII guy. Yeah. I thought that's who you were going to say, but then I remembered the reason I've heard about him is because I know yeah. he's in a novel which is set, I think, in the 1800s. Okay. But he went to America to do it? Yeah. Or he might have been American. Okay. You know, <laughs> right. we could pause and look it up on Wikipedia, but I think we're just going to plow on, aren't we? Yeah, I think so. Um, um, why so, are we talking about apples? What's your favourite um, variety? Well, I went to, um, you've got to go to the um, National Fruit Collection, 
which is in Brogdale in Kent. Honestly, you ask and, a simple question. <laughs> and, and you go on a tour and they give you like a little sliver of like all the apples there and there's every single variety you'd ever, you'd ever want to choose. There's pears that look like apples, apples that look like pears. Seriously, pear, they're called pear main. You know that anyway, probably. But anyway, the, um, this guy gave me a sliver of an apple. He said, taste that. What's that taste of? And it was rum truffle. Rum truffle, an apple. Oh, but you're telling me it actually tasted of rum truffle. It tasted of rum truffle, the apple. I mean, I don't even know what you really mean. Do you mean like a truffle, like a chocolate truffle? Yeah, it was like chocolatey with rum, like taste, like so quite alcoholic and, and sort of, alcoholic and ch- chocolatey is what it tastes like. Do you remember what the variety was called? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, my so, favourite is, um, I mean, obviously like um, Pink Ladies of... No, not obvious. Well, I don't like a Pink Lady. It's sweet. Too sweet. Um, well, they've been... Br- Bread for them. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I it still stands. But the Pink Lady, I yeah. feel like, is like the luxury apple. Yeah. Because it's a bit more expensive. Yeah. And I'm not buying it. It's okay. too sweet. My favourite? That's right. The Braven. No, I like the Braven as well. Yeah, nutty. It's I'm going to go Braven because Pink Lady is a treat. And it costs double to the normal, so I'm barely um, buying them. Yeah. Because I'm cheapskate, <laughs> as we've established. Anything that costs a bit more. Um, but um, I do like I do like a Granny Smith. I like a Granny Smith. And partly the reason I like a Granny Smith is because it makes my nipple go hard. Do you get this with a Granny Smith? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So when I eat a Granny Smith apple, both my nipples go rock hard. I'm not joking. Do you get that? They're quite sharp, aren't they? Do you get that? No. Uh, people need to tweet in if this is a thing with anyone else, because maybe that's send your personal emails. But you don't see them that much now, Granny Smiths. Really? You don't really see them that much. Maybe not. No. Maybe that's because it, it, it was well, the whole thing was becoming too sexual. It's not really a sexual thing. Mm. They just go hard. They go rock hard. He's pointing at his nipples. Yeah, but why is that sexual? My nipples are not hard sexual. nipples. Why is that sexual? Well, in a man, it's not that sexual. Okay. I don't think. I don't think, anyway. Granny <laughs> 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 Smith and cheddar. Fabulous. Oh God, it's an amazing combo. Also, digested biscuit and cheddar. And a Granny Smith. God. <laughs> oh, no, good. it's gone sexual again. That is good. No, that is great. Yeah, digested is biscuit and, and cheddar cheese. Yeah. It's. I don't know why that is. It's because of sweetness. sweetness. <sighs> it's the same as like a chutney with cheese, I suppose. Yeah. But that's almost too it's sweet sometimes. It's also got a saltiness, the digestive. Yeah. What a biscuit. Fantastic. What a biscuit. What are we talking about? Fricking. Are you going to put it in? Um, <laughs> Don't look at the clock, man. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to put in fricking? No. What? I, because you I agree like... with me, though. You can't just I be harsh. I use it. You can't be harsh for Blake. I know. I knew you were going to say yeah, this. But then I also can't just let something in because I feel like I haven't let any in from... I like, I like fricking, I quite like shoot instead of shit. I like, oh my gosh, instead of oh my god. And again, it's shoot these things. instead of shit. But I like it because it's so cringeworthy. That That's I why like it should it. go in, because it's so cringeworthy. I know, and I'm sorry, this isn't your oh, fault. Shoot. Sometimes these things are just so bad that they're good. I just enjoy it. It's not cheesing on your sandwich situation. Oh my gosh. Don't say it like that. It's taking the piss. <laughs> well, I like it, whether it's taking the piss or not. Shoot, you can't put sh- What? Like, if it's cringeworthy, it's got to go in. What about Alanis Morissette? 
Who you put her in? <laughs> she, I think well, she's already in, isn't she? Is she, she got disappeared in? ages ago. <laughs> yeah. I think some previous tenants of Living Room 101 must have put her in. <laughs> God, that's annoying, that song. Yeah, but Jagged Little Pill, come on, don't tell me you didn't listen to it 200 times a day at that point. Do not make me be but sick on the floor. Physically attack me. Well, you were, of course I didn't. You were quite a lot older than me at that point. I was about 17. It's that, oh, it's just that purporting to be rebellious when it wasn't. That's awful. Yeah, that's I awful. Mean, I was... Will you go down, no, does she go down with it in a theatre? It's cracking in oh. tune, isn't it? No! No? Alright. God. Alright, right. right. anyway, she's in. She's in. All Don't the lyrics. Has she got in? Yeah, the lyrics have to go Boom. in. That's got in. Um, along with that awful Desiree song about um, being in a park and it being dark. Do you I mean, that one? <laughs> the second, uh, the second worst line ever written in, in pop slash rock can we say <laughs> history slash wrist rock um, is um, I hate to bug you in the middle of dinner I mean this I hate to bug you in <clears throat> the middle of dinner <clears throat> it's such a kind of middle class and like she's trying to be rebellious and it's like oh they're all having they're all sitting round having dinner like in this in this in this functional family and she's coming in like oh yeah look at me I'm gonna I'm gonna bug you when you while you're having your dinner <laughs> it's just hilarious <laughs> it's funny and like but and what she, but she go down in a theatre they're actually going to the theatre I mean I suppose it's the it it's could be cinema. cinema in America but but would she go down in a theatre well maybe she would I mean is that like an amazing piece of rebellious behaviour you know what I mean you're just having a go at her for being middle class because um, that's snide. no it's it's sort of the no it's the whole freaking thing it's yeah. like it's it's rebelling from that really safe place you know what I mean yeah. and then and then but that bit of lyric yeah. like, second only yeah. that's the worst yeah. lyric ever written in, second only to rhythm is a dancer um, I'm serious as cancer what is that I feel like I've never I'm, quite heard what it is it's rhythm is a dancer no. it's a no well it's it's um it's in the rap, isn't it? Where where he goes, um, oh. it's serious as cancer because rhythm is a dancer. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> that's number one, isn't it? That's, what got that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. So you're not putting that Desiree in. song, "Life or Life," that has oh, genuinely yeah. appalling lyrics. Yeah, that's bad. Um, Take the weather with you. Ah, we could do a whole episode on this. Yeah, I like you. Always take the weather with you everywhere you go. Why? It, that doesn't mean anything, though. What does it... Uh, is well, it that maybe it means that she or he is a sunny person. But what if it's raining? And when they're around... Yeah, but it's metaphorical weather, isn't it? What do you mean? So they, when they're around, the sun is shining, whether it's raining or not. Yeah, but they don't stipulate whether it's sunny. No, like, that's you know true. I mean? They could You're be a depressing the person. If it, was in, if it was in the UK, it would be like changeable from hour to hour. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could be raining. She always takes a weather with it. It's really annoying because it's bloody raining every time she well, turns up. So what happens to... Every time she turns up, there's no, a rain cloud. Importantly, what happens to the place that she leaves? What weather do they get? Yeah, they're left with something really good, probably. Because she'll take, like, the changeable stuff. Depends what she's taking. And then, then they're left with, like, a constant just blue sky. Like Los Angeles. That'd be all right. That'd be good, wouldn't it? You'd Although be... the problem with constant seasons... Yeah. ...is it's difficult to note time periods changing... Yeah. Like, my brother Nick, when he was having his first child, they knew she was due in December. Right. And they just moved to California mm. when the baby was, you know, yeah. about four months away. Right. And he said it really, like, 
suddenly was upon them because they'd been subconsciously uh, waiting for autumn. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like autumn comes, then the baby comes, but autumn yeah. didn't come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he said suddenly it was like, hang on, we're about three weeks off here. <laughs> yeah. That caught up in them. Yes. That is the, the problem of living in LA because it's sunny all the time and it can get very saney, I've heard. You said that like you'd spent, you'd lived there. I've heard, I've said people have told yeah. me. No, no, but I thought we were going to open up an interesting <laughs> bit of your life I hadn't heard about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shall I? Um, I love the seasons. Can I just say that? <laughs> I love the seasons. But in terms of mood, you're talking about like you know yeah. with baby coming and stuff like that. But because in a nine month thing, yeah, it, like that's because I mean Stan, that was all about. It was amazing. It was absolutely amazing because he was born in the autumn. So you go through the spring and the summer. Mm. Actually, you know, Mel's pregnant, and it, I don't know. It's just amazing. And yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. Uh, reflection in the environment. But, um, and also I think for like your mood, you know, if you've ever kind of had a sort of time in your life when you're sort of just not happy and stuff, a new season comes along. Yeah. And that can just like, whoa, kind of get you out of it, you know. True. And if yeah. you don't have that, if yeah. you're in LA, that's why there's so much therapy going on. Yeah. It's actually happening now. It's just got sunny now. Right. And it's, it's mood lifting. Indeed. Um, what happened there? Did I not put freaking in? No. Yeah, sorry about that. You, you're on quite a dry run. Um, you said that such like, <laughs> like a look of mean, meanness, mean eyes. You gave me the mean eye. Oh, I hoped you didn't notice. <laughs> you're a like, brilliant Nazi. I would not. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, no, you know that kind of mean eye look that's yeah. back in the uh, 60s, those films, like where he goes there and all that. Mm. And you get those kind of guys who played those Nazis all the time. Mm. And they just cornered the market in those kind of looks. The mean eye. Oh yeah, call it call it Danny Boy. I'm a big fan of the crab eye, or this this kind of oh, is it crab narrowed size? eyes. Is it crab size? Well, no, I think it's crab crab eye because it goes sideways. Ah, okay. Yeah. But a sloth, a sloth, um, uh, basically a sloth sort of um, it kind of undermines its cuteness. The the narrow eye to a sloth. A sloth suffers from a narrow eye. Really? Yeah, you wouldn't really put it down. But if you look at a sloth's eyes, they're quite narrow. Yeah, it gives, it gives it a bit of an uh, edge of yeah uh, meanness. Well, that's a shame. It is. Have you ever seen? Um, can I just say this? Yeah. Um, Google sloth on a speedboat on YouTube. That's hilarious. Okay. Anyway. All right. Sorry. <laughs> um. All right. Here's one. Here's one for you. Yeah. And um, it's actually only occurred to me just today, yes. but I thought I should bring it up because it's something that in my flat has been annoying me for months, and oh. I've noticed it today in your flat, and it's a problem. Is it mice? No, okay. no, it's not mice. Oh. And there are two examples of it in my flat, and there yeah. are two examples of it in your flat. And so I want to put these things into Living Room 101. Yeah. Orchids. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, why yeah. is it mm. every time? Yeah. So when I moved into this flat, you know, a, about a year ago, yeah. um, my friend who owns the flat had two orchids, lovely orchids, each with like 10 flowers on them. Yeah. And I'm like, these are nice. I'll keep these alive. Like I'll yeah. really try. Yeah. And it worked for about a month. These lovely flowers. Yeah. Like, it's like a classy salon like yeah. these orchids wow my goodness yeah I am a classy guy yeah having these orchids then my mum came to stay yeah and I watered one of the orchids 
But my mum had obviously also watered it. And What's your mum doing suddenly, your plants? She always waters my plants. She thinks I won't do it. Did you liaise with your mum about No, she just routine? assumes I won't do it. Ah! I know. But what look, let's, not, let's not make this a blame game. I'm not blaming. But like, so one day, suddenly, yeah. one of the orchids, all the flowers had gone, oh. and like a few of them had dropped off. I was like, What's going on? What's going on with the orchid? Picked yeah. it up and it was sitting in water. I was like, I oh fucked God. it, I fucked it. Well, we jointly have yeah, fucked it. Yeah. This orc is done. I was like, shit. Yeah. So then, once all the flowers have fallen off, shoot. Sticks. Yeah. Two sticks oh and God. some leaves. I yeah. don't want that in my house. No. Then, honestly, about a week or two later, I went away for a few days. Came up. Forgot about the orchid. Yeah. Came back, all that orchid's flowers had shriveled up. So this was about oh, a month okay. or so after I'd moved into yeah. the house. And since then, I've been tending to sticks. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't mean to, you know, I'm not being rude. It's a Say solidarity. But you're, um, I don't mean to cast aspersions. Yeah. But both of your orchids are basically just sticks. They've got flowers on that one. I mean, I'm going to have to point out to the listener that those flowers are dead. Yeah, well, they They're not recently. What happened was we had a mint plant. Can you see the mint plant there okay. in the middle? So that um, got some kind of furry white stuff on it. And um, I think it's infected the, the orchid. Because the, right. the thing about the orchid was, it grew up and like, was really like blooming out the top. And then that all shriveled up and I thought, oh God, it's going to go down a stick. Stays. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then another whole fucking shoot just like yeah. came out the side. Like spontaneously. Whole freaking shoot. One day. Shoot. Yeah. Whole freaking shoot yeah, came but out the, the side. Yeah, but the problem now is, as what? is the problem for me, you're going to have to just wait months and months, uh, possibly years. I don't think it's coming back though. Surely. Are they going to come? They do come back. They, they come do. back? They do. When do they come mm-hmm. back? Tom Collinson, if they didn't come back, I'm sorry, those orchids would have been in the bin. Yeah. But, but, thought, but basically now another one, I put in a room I don't go in very often, and, and it's basically really dead now, so I think I have to throw that one away. <laughs> but the other one is just, it's just sticks. I don't understand, I don't understand the orchid at all. I mean, I don't understand why sometimes the flowers stay for ages, and then suddenly it decides, oh, I've given up now, that's it. And it's not like to do with the seasons or not or anything to do with that. <laughs> it just suddenly like goes, oh, you know. It's temperamental. It. Yeah. It's that moody. I think I have to say, right, they're so beautiful when they're in bloom, but they're so often not in bloom. I just, I think we, I think they should go into living room one hundred one. So, but I think they're just stressing. It's the same as like putting, putting them in in the bin, really. Like, yeah, it's worse because all you, orchids are going to disappear from the world. If we're going to put them into living room one hundred one, are we putting them in when they're in flower? Are we being really ruthless and saying... Well, I mean, what I would love... I don't love, care that you look beautiful, you're going in. No. Well, if you're going to let me away with this, what I would love is just to put them in when they've just become sticks. But you know they're still alive because the leaves are still green. I need but... a time period on it. What do you mean? Well, I need a time period of stickness, beyond okay. which they'll go in. Any orchid which has not got flowers on it? No. Why not? That's too... Because you're saying to me, you've, you've given me the revelation, the information that they're coming back. <laughs> well, look, I've never seen it. But I have but, seen but it with one. That it came out, but it came out very quickly after but the other one is, had gone. But this is But I didn't know they could like, be resurrected, like from like stick status that have been there for like a month and then suddenly they come back again. But That's Tom, amazing. this is the problem. This is the problem. I'm having to tend to some twigs, yeah, twigs. because I'm hoping, or I feel guilty because I know they're supposed to come back. If they weren't coming back. Bad. Yeah, the problem is that they're, they're kind of but you, pro- promising me future beauty and I'm like yeah but you're just a pair of sticks yeah. why am I watering a pair of sticks yeah. 
So you do tend them then, these sticks that you've yeah, got? Yeah, I mean, not very well, to be honest. But and your I mum's do. like, done way My mum actually said to me <laughs> I wasn't Check allowed to throw them out. Really? Yeah. Bloody hell. She was like, I'll, she was like, I'll take it in hand. Is your mum like a horticulturist? Yeah, she's a very good gardener. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Talking of just digressing a little bit. Yeah. Um, oh, this is a whole new one, really. I'm going to mention it briefly. Uh, garden centres. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I can't believe I haven't talked about it already because they, they're a, a little bit. There was one thing that was co-owners, wasn't it? That was my enemy. Yeah. Garden centres are also my enemy from a young age because um, they promise so much. Yeah. When you're a kid, it's like going somewhere exciting. Yeah. And then you got there and there's nothing to do. There was like some carpet upon. That was it. Yeah. And then and there was nothing else, and you just oh I'm so bored. And now yeah. that's that's stayed in my mind the boringness of the garden centre. Yeah. I've said this a few people. Oh, they're all right. It's just flowers. God, they just like I get. I almost kind of get really panicky stepping inside the the, 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 the sort so of boring. the perimeters because they're so dull. They're so boring. They're the kind of places though that I feel like. Why don't I like them? I don't know why. Because you don't like gardening. I know. Yeah, but you I don't quite care like... about plants. I this do. Is... do you can't, I kind do of... not. Well, I don't. I like the outdoors, though, and I like nature. You know what I mean? But is it not that you it's don't? Garden. You're right. You don't have it's a space garden. to be like no, you're right. tending, so it's kind of pointless. It's the whole thing about gardens. That's what you're right. But but I can imagine. I can believe mm. that like later in life, maybe you have a garden. I mean, how will that ever happen to our generation living here? But, you know, like, you've got a garden and you kind of start understanding about plants. I know, and, plants. Yeah. and then I can imagine it becoming, yeah. like, a real... But it's a real fear, isn't it? Because of, do you, are you scared about that? About becoming that person? Yeah. Um, partly, but I think partly I would quite look forward to just being resigned in that way. Really? Yeah. Okay, because I'm quite scared of things like that. Because I've done... Because you think it, it means you're old? <sighs> it's just things that I've hated. You know, if I caught myself in the future, 20 years' time... Mm going to a garden centre out of choice do you know what I mean <laughs> mm. and then like and then catch myself going oh, and then all those other feelings would come back from childhood of like of, of, of enjoyment disallowed you know which, which is mm. totally my feeling towards garden centres you know mm. go there and like, oh god I thought there was going to be um, something in, I thought there was going to be some like children's toy not even children's toys in the corner they don't even do that no we're, we're, we're totally focused on our soil Bags, you know what I mean? Where that, that, that <laughs> where that little table where you might have had some fun as a kid. But you was, or, you, or like just put on a train or something. You should. But even if it's a train, that's terrible because that's not even like that. That wouldn't. Oh, that would. That oh, would I mean, that's a bit spoiled. It. Come on, a train would be good. All right, yeah, a little train. Um, but but you are allowed to change your identity. You've got to remember because we've had this before. You were worried about not being a fussy eater before. <gasps> So you've got to accept that it's all right. You're allowed to change. But that's a positive thing, isn't it? Because now I eat more diversely. But a garden centre wouldn't be. It would be a retrogress that I'm into gardening. It would mean I'm into it. And like, I would be no longer going out and like, you know, I don't know, just doing something other, more interesting than gardening. Yeah, but and it's like, it's perspective. Gardening would be interesting to you. Though. Oh, but that's the that's the fear. Yeah, but, yeah, but that's all right. Out? If it's interesting to makes you feel happy, then no, just accept it. I'm scared about that. No, stop it. it it's just one Let yourself. Thing. Grow it's and bloom one, and flourish. It's Thank one you. step away. <laughs> very good, very good. But it's once. It's not. It's a shriveling. It's it's the orchid on lovely, the vine. Lovely, lovely. It's the it's a shriveling, and it's like <laughs> orchids don't grow on vines, but lovely stuff. I know. Or, it's the shriveling on the stem of an orchid. That's what getting into gardening would represent for me. And it's one step away from being into golf. Like it's what it if, would represent if, to you now. Yes. But this, it won't be you now. That's, the fear, isn't it? That's the fear of not being me now, like then. 
when I'm in the future. But and then being into golf, just imagine that. Suddenly I can imagine kind of, my brother suddenly, David is extremely into golf. I yeah, can imagine. Suddenly it. finding the joy of golf. Suddenly finding yeah. the oh the fascination of it. This is what everyone was talking about. Yeah. No, it's not a good walk spoiled. It's actually <laughs> it's actually quite enjoyable to play it. Imagine being becoming that person. I'm worried. You like golf, don't you? No, I do not like golf. Although I can watch it a bit now because my brother's so obsessed with it. But I'm worried because he likes you, and I'm I'm scared about your stock value. Yeah. Well, this is it because I've got a couple of friends who have got into it, and I like them. And I'm worried that they might get me into it. They say, "No, just come along." You know what? Why resist though? What? Why resist? Resist because it brings you joy. Well, ultimately, even if you don't think it will. I think you've got. I think you're too closed. You're putting yourself in a box. It's just golf clubs and what goes on in them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just and gardens mm-hmm. and suburbia and garden centres. It's all that stuff. It's a ring road. It's like it's. It, I know what you. One mean. day I'm going to be taking my car out the drive, uh-huh. driving down the ring, ro- ring road to the all night garage, and I'm just going to think this is what I've become. And Alan I'm going to have to keep driving, and I'm going to have to go keep driving into the nearest sea. The nearest sea. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway. Sorry. So, so we you, <laughs> um, so you put orchids. orchids in. Um, orchids at stick stage. Stick right. stage orchids. Stick stage orchids. Now give me a time on how long it's been a stick. Oh, as soon as the last flower drops off, disappears into no, the No, I can't do it that one. quickly because you've told me they come back. I can't do All right. It. Okay. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah. Good. Good. Um, arbitration after they've been sticks for a year and no flowers have reappeared they're definitely going in yeah yes yeah they're in thanks that's generous given how many <laughs> nobles earlier I bet you're dry no I agree with you. I genuinely I'm not I'm not trying to score points I'm genuinely no, agree no, with no, you. Don't a year as a stick I mean what the hell I know my year as a stick an orchid memoir <laughs> I'd read it <laughs> um, and then I'd throw it into uh Living Room 101. There actually is a recent memoir, very recent memoir, called The Orchid Hunter. And it's about a guy, go- I haven't read it, but it's, I've looked at the pictures. It's about a guy going around all the UK seeing all, there's something like 52 species of orchid in the country. And it's amazingly varied. I've just remembered something I wanted to talk about earlier yeah, when you yeah. talked about it. There are certain words that I don't know how to pronounce, okay. even though they're really common. Yeah. And here are two of them. Go on. Species. Species, yeah. Not species. Um. <laughs> you see, and and its cousin, which before you answer, yeah. I'll just bring this one in. I think I do know this. Licorice or licorice? Licorice. Even though it's I C E at the end. Well, I mean that's how I've always said it. Uh, it's how I've always said it as well, but it worries mm. me. Licorice or licorice, and species is the same. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying species or species. Obviously, the way it's written looks like species. Yeah, I mean, I think there's more of an interchange on the species. People do say species, um, but I would I would say species because <laughs> it's just a C. Okay. Yeah. I said it there and I wasn't sure. Can I squeeze in something here about pronunciation? I'll be really quick. All right. Okay. I think we might have actually touched on this before, but it's been bothering me and I've been yeah. thinking about it. I don't know if we had this conversation in life or on the podcast, but right. it's the pronunciation of the artist V-A-N-G-O-G-H. <laughs> right. So you Ooh. pulled me up. Ooh. No, no. It, quite rightly, I will say, on I had just decided that I could not accept Van Gogh 
as a pronunciation to that because I'm sorry, it's not spelled G-O-P-H, it's spelled G-O-G-H. So I started saying, which I felt was good and correct in culture, Van Gogh, Van Gogh. <laughs> and then you pulled me up on it recently and I was like, ah. Because I had actually realized that Rude Gullet, Louis Van Gaal, yeah. if someone called those footballers Rude Gullet or Louis Van Gaal, yeah. I would just think you absolute moron. Yeah. You don't know that Dutch G's are H sounds. Yeah. So then it should be Vincent Van Gogh. <laughs> and, but it also like I'm quite snobbish obviously about the American pronunciation Van Gogh because I'm like that's not right right but then clearly Van Gogh isn't right either mm. but then neither is Van Gogh mm. there's no way you can but I can't start saying Van Gogh <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh ah Sunflower by Vincent Van Gogh yes one of my favourite paintings I mean that would just make me a grade A dickhead <laughs> so what am I going to do I don't know what are you going to do I know what I'm going to do I'm going to have to go back to saying Van Gogh yeah I've actually gone full circle yeah okay fine thank you for your help it just helped to like use you as a that's the only the, the only thing you can do is go back mm. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise that's fine I can do that now I love the fact that you got to what did you get to <laughs> what was the extreme one Van Gogh <laughs> I looked it up on YouTube. I was like, Dutch pronunciation. This guy's like, Van Hoog. Well, that's not even quite right. Van Hoog. Van Hoog. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even close, though, is it? Like, for, I mean, yeah. for, for us, it's not even close. Van Hoog. But I'll tell you what annoys me is, like, British snobbishness about Americans saying Van Gogh, as if Van Gogh is correct, when it's very clearly not correct. I know, yeah. Well, that's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, it's snobbishness from a, comp- from a complete, from a position of complete, it's grade A twattery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, um, I think we need to wrap it up, Chris. Okay. Um, but can I just ask, um, so orchids have gone in. Yeah. Um, but obviously only after a year of being a stick. So it's stick orchids after a year. But a couple of other things came up just in the course of that. And that was mm. garden centres and golf. And what was your position on these? <sighs> I've painted myself into a corner here. I'm in a, what I want to call an invidious position. Yeah. Because if I put golf in, my brother will kill me. Hang on a minute. How did you pronounce that? What? Golf. How did you say it? Did I say hello? <laughs> you left you left. Golf. <laughs> did that? Golf. What? <laughs> Is the that funny? The Dutch word. Okay. If I put golf in, my brother will disown me. <laughs> What's funny? Okay. I feel weird. Um, so I can't put that in. Garden centres. You can't put it in. You're not putting it in. Because your brother, his pressure. And garden centres. Okay, let me just say this for garden centres. They often have a good cafe. No! They do, they do. They they don't have a good cafe. I've never seen a good cafe in a garden centre. No. There's one near my parents which has, and it's got cows and things you can look at. No! Please, please put them in. Garden centres. Cafe. Seriously, they don't have good cafes as well. That's, That's the other problem with them. They don't, they don't mitigate the boringness of it by having an exciting cafe. Never. Please, come on. Okay, they're going in. Yes! Because they crop up, they're horrible, they just crop up out of nowhere. Alright, I feel bad about it. You'll be going around a corner in a suburbia thinking nothing's going to happen to you, and then you'll see one, just round the corner, and they'll just go, bam, pounce on you. I think you've just, what I'm saying is, you've made the right decision. Because if they go in... I can't like them, I can't like them. You've put them in now, though. Uh, Alright, they went in. According to your own rule, you can't go back. You don't like garden centres. I do, because I like, I quite like a houseplant. Not an orchid, but I... I bought an umbrella plant and that's nice. Right, I shouldn't talk about like a garden centres. 
I, I put it in. Like it's fine. Things. I put it in. I'm ashamed of myself. And can I just say about golf? Like each to their own. You know, if you enjoy golf, obviously you're just making a play for my brother's affections, and it's. I know I am because yeah, I yeah. feel bad now. Yeah. But I know. I also know some people who I like who play it. So I'm not saying like you know whatever. And I'm probably you know obviously massively wrong about it. It's, no, no. It's, you it's hugely, do you. Hugely you interesting. Do you. And I'm I'm missing out. But for <laughs> me, I'd rather stick pins in my arm. Stick pins in your arm. Yeah. Mm. Chris, <laughs> <laughs> um, we should uh, finish. We should. All right. Bye. 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 You say goodbye twice this time. <laughs> <laughs>